1: To the SNES podcast with your hosts, Soul Blazer and George. Hello, welcome to Super NES Podcast, episode number one twenty-six. This time, uh, thank you as always very much for listening to it. We appreciate it. Uh, I am Greg. He is George.
0: That's that's me. And
1: we're picking. Well, actually, no, we didn't pick. This was picked for us. <laughs> Uh, this is... Uh, this is a more obscure game recovering, um... To recovering like this episode. Um, uh, uh... It is the game Super Widget. Uh, which is a super... Uh, which is a super-sized sequel, I suppose you could call it. Uh, to game, which is in turn based off a cartoon. Um, so, uh, George, I know this is a platformer, so I apologize in advance. <laughs> you better. <laughs> I'm kidding. But, uh... Uh yeah, but yeah, so um I wanna thank uh, Daniel, uh one of our Patreon backers for suggesting this game. Uh he said he wanted to play uh, he wanted to cover it because uh because like he because he was um you know he was a target audience for this game when it came out when it came out in the nineties. Uh you know, he was a kid, he, he watched the cartoon, he played the game and like a lot of people, you know, looking online to read. And, uh, and, and yeah, and yeah, that's a, and yeah, and that's a pretty popular theme. Uh, going online, uh, going online, doing research, research of this, and looking at looking at comments, and whatnot. A lot of folks, a lot of folks have, have fond memories of this game playing as a kid. Uh, so it's one of those like definitely like you know like you know kid nostalgia heavy games out there. So um, obviously George and I George have not played this game yet. Uh, well, before the podcast. Uh, me, my excuse is that I was way past, uh, way past kid age. Like, like, the cartoon came out. Uh, and George, despite being the right age, didn't see this. Um, so, you know, I don't know how, so I don't know how much wide coverage the show got. Maybe not, syndication may not have been, uh, all that thorough, but, uh, anyway. Um, what's this cartoon, t- uh, what's the cartoon, uh, that you guys are talking about? Just right like I hear you saying. Well, the well, the game is based upon a cartoon called Widget the World Watcher, uh, which was which was out from 1990 to 1992. If I remember, three seasons. Um, uh, it was created by the same guy who created Votron, that uh, Peter Caffrey. Uh and it's also an environmentally themed cartoon show, a la uh, uh, Captain Planet so uh the cartoon basically the cartoon basically covers the covers the covers the exploits of the alien widget as he goes to earth and tries to save you know various various species and do various like you know environmentally friendly
0: activities to help the it out so wow he's doing better than the actual inhabitants of earth
1: yes exactly <laughs> uh there's some very good like yeah you know like um, you know, look at this, like, voice credit list. There's, uh, I mean, there's some very good people, like, who, uh, um, uh, like, who, you know, like, who be their talents, their, their talents, their talents to the, to the show. Uh, for example, Widget, uh, himself, uh, was, like, his voiced by Rusty, like, was, like, his voice by Rusty Taylor, uh, who also did the voices of Minnie Mouse and also, like, and also, like, and also, and also Simpsons character Martin, uh, like, for a long time. Uh, she just passed away this year, as a matter of fact, so. Oh, wow. Um. You know, uh, Jim Cummings, uh, Chris Summer, uh, uh, Dana Hill, uh, a lot of like, you know, like well-known like voice actors, uh, contributed their work, um, to, like this show. So, um, so anyway, uh, the show was, the show was popular enough, uh, um, you know, that they, uh, um, you know. Said that the idea came out to make a game based upon it. Uh, Atlas um, uh, got the rights to the series. We've already covered Atlas in past and past episodes. So I would not spend too much time talking about it. Um, so the NES game was a late NES game, 1992, uh, which is probably why many people didn't see it. Um, you know, because that, um, you know, you know, even though there so many, many good games coming out of the system that late by 92-94, a lot of people had moved on. So. You know, uh like lately these NES games were often we're often budget titles or small runs or whatnot, so um the NES game's very similar to Super NES game. The Super NES game is just like a sequel really. Uh it the plot's different. The engine's different. There's the mechanics are pretty much the same across like both games. Uh it just basically both games feature like platforming action. Uh, we have like hit bar, uh, 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 sorry like a life bar and also like an energy bar, uh, boss fights in every stage. Uh, and the and what makes the game unique tries to make it stand out from some of the other platformers, again following what he could do on the show. Uh, he can change. He, a um, widget can mutate, transform into various various other creatures uh, during the course of the game. He finds certain power ups, and used about transforming, tra- transforming to certain characters, at certain times is like very, um, uh, like very, like it's very key to making through the game. <laughs> I remind a lot about like you know, uh, uh, like Little Nemo, like Dream Master, uh, with that aspect. Uh, you know, having to change characters,
0: uh, or change characters at certain points and make it through stages. I didn't even make that connection. That's very good. Yeah.
1: Well. Well, yeah, because like, Well, yeah, because like Little Nemo is a game I re- um. Little game I enjoy a lot. So um, you know. But uh, the NES game is also is also infamous like being a very like buggy game. Um, because they, uh, the NES version of the game was farmed out to a small uh, they, they, it was, was farmed out uh, they, uh, was farmed out to a small Japanese company called graphic research to make and probably because they you know probably because this was a late NES game and that was just like yeah nobody just really still care too much about it outside of the kids uh, there's some very like... There's some very like heavy bugs in the game, which also makes me wonder if Nintendo's uh, 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 quality church department was also sleeping at the Switch when this game came through. Uh, you were able to you were able to move through walls uh, by doing certain glitches. You were able to crash the game at certain points if you do something in the right order. Uh, or you can also like warp to the next room of a level like if you do a certain sequence. So because of all those bugs, this game's actually very popular. It's a very popular target for speedrunners.
0: So you know, there's that. Hey, they thought it was an interesting enough game to release anyway. Yes.
1: <laughs> uh, and interesting enough, like to make a sequel to Super NES. Um, um, except this time, Atlas themselves uh, handled the actual development of the game themselves. Side note: This is the last platformer game that Atlas themselves developed. Uh, they were well known in their in, in their early days for making a bunch platform platformer games. This is the last one they published. Um, you know, they published under their banner. They moved on to they moved on to most RPGs after this point. So um also curious enough that even though that even though this game was created by a Japanese team, the game did not get released in Japan, probably because the cartoon was the cartoon was not released in Japan. Um it was released in North America on the last day of December, uh nineteen ninety three, uh very last day of the year. And it also got a power release of the uh, um, for the following year. Uh because the cartoon the cartoon was available in Europe also, like through syndication. So um so, uh, the game itself, um, like I said before, it's a pretty standard platformer game outside the, um, you know, outside, you know, outside the mechanic of being able to transform, uh, I yeah, transform into, you know, transform into, uh, 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 transform into different characters. Um, there's a pretty interesting characters that would could turn into, uh, like this game, you know, there's like, you know, um, uh, there's like a tentacle, there's like a octopus creatures and like, you know, like mutated cats and like, you know, like weird robot-like guys that shoot bullets. Um, you know, that's the most, like, unique part of this game, I think.
0: But if you're shooting bullets, you're wasting the Earth's resources. <laughs>
1: well, he's an alien, so let's just say he's alien, using uh, uh, alien energy. Fine. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, so, uh, um,. It's also the very typical uh, Mario-esque mechanic of uh, you know like um, uh, the can always collect widget uh, tokens? As you uh, as you go, if you go through these stages, uh, you counter those, gives you an extra life. Um, in his natural state, widget It does support, you know, note that his natural state Ouija can only take one hit before he dies. Um, how, um, uh, however, however, if you're changed to another creature, uh, you're able to take like more hits, uh, and it's particularly critical of, like boss fights. Um, because you really want to have that extra, you know, that extra, uh, the, that the extra life. Uh, if you are able to collect, if you're also, a, also, if you're already one creature, and which you collects another token, the same creature? Uh, he evolves again into, like, a stage two of that creature. Uh, that can take three hits. Um, you know, three hits before, like losing, like, losing a life. Uh, also, something else that's unique in this game. Uh, you are also graded in this game as you go through the game. Uh, every stage, you're given a grading scale of like C to S, uh, with S being the best rank possible. So uh, it doesn't do anything as far as the actual gameplay mechanic, uh, uh, mechanic, but it's just kind of like you know a measure stick of the game telling you, okay, you did this well. Um, you there's room for improvement. So like those people who really, like those like those people who are gonna master the game, and whatnot, there's incentive, there's incentive to go back and ke- go back and play the game and see if you can get the S rank for all the stages. So, uh, yeah, so, yeah, there's some pretty, like, unique ideas, like, this, uh, like, the platformer, least they tried, uh, you know, because platformers, platformers is probably one of the genres that it's most cookie-cutter, uh, well, 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 this genre, and most well, this genre fighting games also, I think, uh, there's a lot of, like, you know, Me Too games that are, um, so I always appreciate a game like this that tries, that tries different things, at least, to make sense,
0: like, in the pack, so. There's always gonna be a Me Too game. Oh, oh yeah, of course, yeah. but, you know. But,
1: um, so the actual, so the actual gameplay itself, George, uh, I know you're not a big platformer fan, but, but do you have any, but do you have any fun playing this? Um, you know, was the, was the unique stuff I just talked about,
0: uh, unique enough to, um, like unique enough for you to keep it interesting at least? I was interested in seeing what all the power-ups are and all the different forms you can get. Um... And I thought the enemies were actually kind of interesting too.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Level design of the game's are like pretty good, I thought. Um, Other
0: than uh, playing it for the podcast, I think I had some kind of incentive to kind of keep playing to see what I, you know, see what else I would see.
1: Yeah, it's not an overly long game, it's about an hour longer. Uh, um, you I know, mean, you, know, you know, it's you it's about an hour to go through the game. So yeah. you know, like you, you're know, typical platformer, but by platformer stage, yeah. Some of the power-ups, like yeah, some of the power-ups, uh, 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 yeah, some of the power-ups. Uh, um, you know, he can get in this game like a very cool. So, um, you know, some very like like unique like unique creatures. Um, there is a story in this game. It's um, you know, um, it's a pretty generic story, but it's but it's to recapture the theme, the, the theme of the cartoon. Um, each stage is... You know, each stage is kind of like its own like standalone story that eventually all come together to connect in like an overall overarching, uh, uh, overarching plot. Uh, but each, but each story in each stage is kind of like typical of like you know an episode, an episode of cartoons, cartoon. So, um, you know, it's, you know, you pretty much the same like theme matter you might see, you know, like the cartoon like a whatnot. So, um, but uh, yeah, so yeah, but, yeah, game mechanics are pretty good. Uh, I thought the game handled well. George, you have any problems like, with the controller? Not really. Yeah. Yeah, you know, Widget can stop on a dime. You know, Jummy's pretty good. Um, you know, yeah, I
0: think it was a uh, uh, pretty solid. Yeah. So
1: yeah, definitely better than the NES game because I played the NES game a little bit too to compare it. And yeah, that game is much more sloppier, uh, uh, sloppier <laughs> like in its mecha- uh, 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 mechanics outside of the bugs that the game has, of course.
0: But sounds about uh, right.
1: Wichita also yeah, Wichita also looks better in, the, in this version of the game. Like in this version of the game is like stupid, silly, uh, silly grin look on his face the whole game. But you know, at least in this game, he doesn't have that in this game. No, he doesn't. So, okay. Um, so you know, you, you know, he looks more. I always almost, I almost want to say he looks more serious in this game, but... If <laughs> uh, yeah, that's such a thing for an alien creature, but... <laughs> he was
0: annoyed that the last game wasn't so great.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, yeah, graphics. Yeah, the graphics in this game are very good, I thought. Uh, you know, they're very... You know, you know, uh, I, I I looked a little bit at the cartoon show as well, and they, um, in the graphics, the, in the graphics, fit the overall theme of the cartoon, they're very cartoonish, uh, like their, no. uh, I mean like their look, you know, bright, colorful, good detailed objects, um, you know, like no problems there. Um, what do you think about the music, George?
0: Uh, the music, I always forget the music for every game we play. <laughs> but I re- I remember being like, this music's pretty cool actually like this is good yeah for like uh, going around levels and it-, it certainly was I don't remember it being bad
1: yeah it's um, pretty good music. there is
0: music out there that's just like they even try but like the in this game it's actually pretty good it's definitely a lot of effort put into the music and right it gives you a nice ambiance to what's going on uh,
1: yep uh yeah Yep, exactly, like, it feels the same way, like, you know, like, like, you know, good graphics, good music, uh, you know, I mean, of course, you know, of course, uh, so, of course, the game's like cutting edge, like, either way, uh, but for what's here, you know, it's, like, very impressive, so, yeah, but, yeah, um, the difficulty of the game is pretty good, um, I thought it was a bit easy, but then, of course, I was thinking, uh, uh, but then of course I was like, keep in mind this game was like meant for kids, so I was actually able to get decently far.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, well, well, good for you then. <laughs> Thanks, but uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I thought the only um, you know, you know, you know, there's a couple jump areas that are kind of difficult to make uh, with some trial and errors, yeah. and some of the boss stages. Sorry, some, sorry, some of the boss fights are pretty
0: tough. I thought, but. Um, yeah, there's are some areas where it's like, how the heck do I get up there, and then you gotta, like, run around and, oh, wait, this is a thing I can bounce on, and then you gotta bounce up and follow the platform, and yeah, yeah there are a also, couple areas like that. You also need to be mutated into certain creatures
1: to get through certain areas, too, so. Yes yeah, so that, too. Yep, yeah. yep, there's also that, so, uh Yeah. Uh, yep, the boss fights are also... The boss fights are some of the most challenging part of the game, though, I thought. Uh, you know, pretty cool... Um, like, pretty cool enemies. From what I understand, the enemies... The, 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 most the the enemies in this game are, are taken from the cartoon. So, you know, I uh, so that's cool. Uh, there's also... Uh, you know, there's also, there's also mention of Widget's sidekick, Mega Brain. who's also from the cartoon. So, at least they made an effort to, like, incorporate, like, elements of the cartoon, like, in this uh, game. Obviously some of those, obviously some of those aspects are gonna go over my head, because I'm not familiar with the cartoon that, uh, cartoon that much, but... Right. Uh, you know, from what I could tell, but what I could tell, uh, they didn't make an effort at least to, uh, they made an effort at least to incorporate, to, to incorporate the cartoon, the, the cartoon, like, in the game. So, it wasn't, like, it wasn't total cash grab. <laughs> well there you go they put effort into it <laughs> but uh um but yeah so uh um so yeah overall george understand that you're you know understand that you're not really like a platformer lover uh how would you how would you compare this game to the platformers that we played so far the uh, uh for the podcast
0: uh this one's pretty good uh there's a lot like a lot of po- different like power not power-ups but like there's a lot of different Mm-hmm. power states i don't know uh, there's a lot of different like forms you can take right yep and i don't think the game is like way too overly difficult but i think honestly like anyone can really play this game even without really knowing the source material oh yeah sure yeah so that's that's pretty cool um uh. there are there are a decent amount of games out there where it's like and you kind of need to know the source material or know it to like really get anything out of it, and so on and so forth. But I didn't really feel that with this game. Ah, uh, yeah, yep. Uh, you definitely agree. Uh, yeah. This is like a pretty good platformer.
1: Like overall, I thought. Like, what uh, 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 I thought. Like, um, you know, obviously, you know, obviously they're aiming at kids. Uh, but you know, for what the game is, you know, it, like you know, it's still pretty. You know, like even today, I think this game is still pretty like good, like kid-friendly, uh, you you're a kid-friendly platformer. Um, you know, anybody enjoys, yeah. yeah, anybody enjoys classic retro games. Um, you know, yeah, this is like a pretty good game for like kids to play, like for uh, uh, uh for, like old-school 2D, uh, 2D platformer, your know, platformer game. So, right. um, So there's not really, so there's not really, like there's not really a lot out there, but uh, um. The author, the author in the game, because uh, this is kind of you know as I mentioned before, the cartoons, an old cartoon at this point, it was like the um you know the cartoon was semi-popular. Uh, the game itself was not did not have a big print run. Um, you know, so um, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people, you know, a lot of people would go so far as to call it a hidden gem uh, on the system. I'm not sure I'd go that far, but definitely been, I wouldn't either, but um, you know, but, the yeah. game did, um but the game definitely um, but the game does. But the game definitely has a call following. um you know like you look online you know you look online you know you look online like you know the um you know like videos of the game on youtube or message discussion boards or whatnot you know and therefore the people who basically you know you know, and if it like positive comments of the game just basically just uh uh basically saying like you know like you know wow i love this game as a kid like uh i uh, like you know just all trip very good game you know like you know you know blah blah you know stuff like blah blah you know, something like those lines, and yeah, I can see it. I mean, like you know, this game is a very like you know, you know, especially if you were, you know, especially if like watching a cartoon as a kid. Um, you know, this game, this game, they tried to aim, this, they, they they tried to aim this this game squarely at like kids who knew the source material, and, and they and they succeeded. I mean, like you know, you wouldn't have the nostalgia or the or the affection of this game, uh, if it didn't resonate with target uh, resonate with, like, with target audience when it came out. So, um, so yeah, the developers. Obviously, they, I'm sure they don't care about this game now at this point, but, you know, the developers, <laughs> developers you know, the developers still could feel proud, um, could feel proud that 25 years later, you know, people still have, like, fond memories of this game, so... I think know, they go,
0: can be proud for a lot of other games they made. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, like, you know, <laughs> I mean, like, you know, Japanese, Japanese companies are very, are very tight to the vest with, like, you know, develop, development information about who made games and whatnot, so... Uh, well, well, until recently, that is. Uh, yeah, but, in this yeah. in this era, they definitely were. Right. So, it was, yeah. So there's not very much information out there as to who actually developed this game, but, um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, like, you know, like, uh, um, you know, Atlas is a very good company. Uh, you know, you, you know, you know, they have a good track record. Most of their games, you know, even a even a game you might call shovelware like this is, you know, based upon a, uh, you know, based upon a existing property.
0: Uh, this is not shovelware. Shovelware n- is. Like- no. Right. Yeah, garbage games that were made cheaply to make a quick buck.
1: Which is what many games... prime
0: examples are on PS2, and Wii.
1: Oh yeah, exactly. But yeah. you know, a, but but a lot of games, a lot of games based off of licensed properties are shovelware because, like you know, the developer, the developer gets the contract for, uh, for, like the publisher to develop a game, and they're like, yeah, we really don't care. We need to make this to, to pay the bills. <laughs> Uh, uh but no uh, but, but no this game this this game actually rises above that you can tell they put some love into this game um you know there definitely is an effort effort to make it a assault game and try to stay faithful f- and, and try to stay faithful to source material yeah no. so but uh but yeah so uh um not really so like i said before not really a lot out there in the game uh there's... I couldn't find any... So, I could not find any contemporary... Contemporary... Um... Uh, reviews. Most reviews of the game now are pretty positive. Uh... The game overall has an average... The, the game overall has an average rating of like 3.3... Uh, uh... 3 out of 5 stars. So... You know, like... You know, it's for a platformer. Yeah. Yeah. The prices for this game, though, are very curious, though. Because it's like... There's a um we see in this game, a, a we've this game a weird blending of the two pricing phenomena that, that you and I have seen, George, before uh, on this podcast, and you know, other podcasts and uh, uh, a podcast that you know we do together. Some games are very rare. Uh, some games got small print runs, but they're um, you know, but they're well thought of. so those games go for like bad amounts of money these days. Uh, other games, even they have like small print runs, nobody really cares about the game. Uh, so you <laughs> get the game for cheap. Uh, this game is a weird blending of those two genres in the sense that if you want the game for cart, it's very cheap. If you want the game complete, be prepared to break out the wallet. So, I've never really seen these two phenomena blend in this way before. It's very interesting. So, uh, let's. So, let me explain what I mean. Uh, eBay. There's not a lot of copies of this game uh, uh, available for sale uh, or sold. I mean, you can find the, uh, you can find the game if you want it. You just don't have a ton of choices for it. Uh, um, when I looked at it recently, there was there there were 16 copies of the game currently listed on there with eight copies to eight copies of the game that recently sold. Uh, so, like I said, selection, but not a like, selection. Like, but not like a, hu- a huge amount out there. Uh, yeah. card, o- uh, card only, like I said before. Um, Cards in this game are pretty cheap. Uh, you can get a card shipping shipping price included. Uh, um, uh, they sold anywhere recently for thirteen to eighteen dollars. Wow. So, uh, yeah, pretty cheap. I mean, thirteen bucks game is games worth that. Like I think you know that seems like a a fair price. Uh, Cib though, however, this is where it's, yeah, this is yeah, this is definitely collectors only. Make, collectors only gonna make you cry that kind of stuff uh, because. There are no copies of this game that recently that recently sold on eBay. I had uh, I had to use I had to use other, I had to use other sites as well as looking at what people are asking for the game CIB now on eBay listings to try to get an idea for what this game is sold for in the past for CIB pricing, which, which varies wildly. Uh, it's sold anywhere from 100 to 300 dollars. Wow. So not many copies. Yeah, not many copies of this out there are complete. Um, I am not surprised to see a factory sealed copy, uh, copy, copy of this sold recently because rarest games seem to Rarish games seem to pop up more often for factory sealed conditions. Right. Uh, because you'll know, probably because collectors realized back then that the game that the game was not going to have a, a big print run, so they ported it away or whatnot. So, um, yeah, the sealed copy of this game sold for, is uh, 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 for 300, 359 dollars. Wow. And then also one other thing I found, and also one other one other interesting example of this game that's sold recently, uh, we've mentioned this before in past podcasts, but it's been a while since I've actually seen an example turn up. Uh, these games, so these games are shipped in, so these games are shipped out to retailers like what was called um, a shipping box or shipping, um, basically. Uh, 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 how many games per box varied upon the console. It was typical for Super NES games to be for Super NES games to be included, uh, to a Sicto box. And I included, like, both, like, you know, like, uh, uh, POW and North America lands. Uh, just to get an example, George, you may, uh, like you may have heard about the story. Somebody, somebody last year, I think it was, uh, actually located a, a, shipping box of, like, of, like, you know, uh, stadium event games. You know, they're... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Right, so, which is, like, mad amounts of money, so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, cl- uh, there are collectors out there who, who there, there are collectors out there who, like, really prize these boxes because, fed the, uh, um uh, because it's, like, the, the pristine bragging rights, like, you know, you know, I have six sealed, pristine copies of this game sealed away in this box kind of, like, kind of, like, thing. So, um... There actually was there actually was shipping box the shipping box the super woodie cards cards out there that sold recently. Uh, even more curious it was for the power version of the game, which is even rarer than the North American version. Right. So wow. uh, I was very I was very interested to see this. Um, if you break it down, if you you know you you could know, you break the price down by each copy of the game sealed, what the so for is not uh, uh, it was actually like a pretty like fair price. Uh, this sold for 1420 dollars.
0: Jeez. But,
1: you know, yeah, so divide that by six, you're looking at, uh, what, like, about $220 each? So, um, yeah, as far as, like, sealed copies go, not bad. But, yeah, yeah, I've not seen, yeah, I've not seen, a, I've not seen a sealed shipping box sold for one of our games on this podcast for a long time. So I definitely wanted to, like, mention this one. So, you know, not every game out there has, that has shipping boxes, but, you know, for those, for those, for those that do exist, collectors, I reprise them.
0: Right. So,
1: uh, yeah. So, in conclusion, I definitely understand like why Daniel loved this game as a kid. Uh, it's a very, uh, I, uh, um, it's a very like well put together, competent, uh, like very, you know, very like you know cutesy, cutesy kids aimed uh, platformer game. Uh, that seems like it, that seems like it, that seems like it does a good uh, that seems like it does a good idea of seeing you know seeing source material. So, um, uh, no real major problems to this game. to, to, to this game that I that, that I had. Um. I think, you know, the, the only the only complications being as I mentioned before, you know, certain areas certain areas of the game you have to be a certain certain form to get through and some of the boss fights and you know some of the boss fights like are very difficult. But you know, outside of those uh, uh, outside of those, but outside of those guy ag- aggra- aggravations, which are I uh, which to be fair, many platforms have, uh, yeah, it's a very solid game. I mean like, you know you know, I don't have any particular particular love for this game, but I definitely can understand why people who did play it back then certainly do you, do you think like following of it? Like, they're very, like, you know, competent, competent, like what particular platformer.
0: Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Did you want to add anything else to? Uh, you add anything else to that, George? Or I don't know what else to say. I mean, you basically said it all. Hmm. It was a pretty interesting game.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, you know, like definitely, definitely going back to time where it's like they really don't, yeah. You know, they really don't too many, yeah. They really don't do too many licensed games, with licensed games like more you know, these days, or or I should say, yeah. or I should say most licensed games these days are restricted to like you know, like 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 mobile games. So I mean, as far as like you know, like console slash PC games, there's there's um, there are pretty few of our between these days, you know, for various reasons. Maybe you know, like maybe maybe people always associate them with like Shubbleware crap and just stop buying them even like good games or maybe because like you know licensing rights have gotten too expensive so you know could be like numerous
0: reasons for it. No idea. So, no. but
1: uh. Yeah, anyway, so uh, we want to thank Daniel again very much for super- recommending this game and also like an awesome way um. Um. And also ba- uh, um and also ba- you know, so us back You know, and also backing us Patreon. Uh, hopefully you're happy with the coverage we gave this game. Uh, I also apologize. I also apologize. It took over three months, like, first to get this game in the rotation, but, <laughs> uh, you know, but you know, like, we will, we will cover everybody's Patreon picks eventually, uh, if you submit them. So, um, and you know, and and if you would like to suggest a game, or 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 or, or if you back high enough to ban a game for this podcast, you can head over to www.patreon.com forward slash podcast and join us. Uh, on there, uh, for as little dollars a month, you are able to get early access to early access to episodes, and the five dollar level allows you to be able to dictate the game for the podcast. So, uh, so like at this point, at like this point, I'd like to thank uh, Chad, Richard, uh, Sven and also and also and also, and also and a special welcome. Thank you for joining us. Uh, message to David and Corey. So uh, thank you again very much, everybody, uh, out there for for backing us. Uh, we very much appreciate it.
0: Yeah, seriously, thank you.
1: Uh, if you wish to, if you wish to talk to us directly, uh, we have a Facebook group. Uh, you're, uh, a, 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 please feel free to give us comments, suggestions, suggestions, games on there, on there, etc. Uh, or you can email me directly if you want to. Uh, the email we use for this is the yahoo.com and we're also available on iTunes. We're reading review, like very much, uh, like very, very much, uh, very much, appreciate it. Uh, uh, George, how about you? Uh, where can the, where can the, where can the good people contact you out? Well,
0: uh, if you like using Twitter, that's a thing, uh, you can, uh, talk to me there. Uh, my handle is at underscore derpkin underscore. That is un- at underscore d e r p k i t t e n underscore. And that's about it. Okay. Then, uh, for our next game on this podcast, uh, we're, uh,
1: we're off to George's pick. And once again, George is giving a Japanese game first to look at.
0: <laughs> Yes, uh, it's, a, it's a Mario Picross game and the name is, I'll pull it up here right now if I can find it. It's actually a simple now, name, I don't know why I can't remember it. Now, some uh, of the, Mario now, no Super Picross.
1: Now some of the Picross games did come out here in the West, didn't they?
0: Not at this time, no. Well, as I mean, far eventually... as I understand, the Picross games started coming out, probably like DS era okay oh, okay yep yeah, yeah because i was about to say i know some
1: of them have come out here eventually uh eventually here in the west so um yeah. you know you know you know it just took a while so uh no i didn't realize p cross but yeah i didn't yeah i didn't realize the p cross franchise franchise went away back to super nice days so uh, even
0: before that uh game boy oh game boy okay well yeah. well
1: well game boy super NES were pretty contemporary systems game boy came out two years two years Super NES, So. But you know a lot of it will overlap between the systems. But yeah. but uh, but yeah. So I mean it. Um, I I've, I've, I've never played it. I, so I've never, so i I've, I've never played a Pecross game. So this should be interesting.
0: Yes, I will. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but you know, hey, it's got Mario in it. How back can the game be, right? Um.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see if Nintendo... you get frustrated with this game or not.
1: <laughs> well, if Nintendo made the game, it's probably you know it's probably like very. Yeah, it's pretty um it's probably like both solid with good use of mario it's when you know i when mean
0: pick mario... pick pick crosses is, is decently difficult yeah uh. It's when
1: mario gets licensed out to third-party companies that that's like yeah
0: <laughs> but uh yeah so are, are you telling never... me mario teaches typing isn't good
1: uh i i i I've never i never played the game so i can't comment on it but
0: <laughs>
1: um I actually do like Hotel Mario, though, by like going go the the beat track, but, yeah. you know, but, uh, but, anyway. This, is, so this is why Nintendo's, so, so, so this is one reason why is very, very, Nintendo's very possessive about their properties, their properties these days. So, but, anyway. Um, yeah, so, so please feel free to check us out again. Um, you know, like I said, uh, on Facebook or Patreon. Uh, we look forward to seeing you again next episode of this podcast. Um, and yeah. They, uh, and, uh, yeah, closing thoughts, uh, you know, like, good for Widget being kind of like, you know, ahead of its day, um, you know, with like, you know, the environmental friendly, you know, like, um, you know, like, uh, you know, like, a uh, a message, you know, message for kids, so, you know, I'm not sure when Captain Planet came out, but I'm pretty sure this, no, I'm pretty sure this cartoon appreciated that.
0: Eat your vegetables and you'll grow up strong.
1: Uh, yep, uh, take care, everybody, uh. As always, I appreciate it, and, and have a good one. Bye. Nintendo controls 80% of the video market. But no matter how you play the game, or which game you play, things definitely have
0: come a long way since Pac-Man. Now you're playing with power. Deep power.